Merry Christmas, and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast. I'm Lindsay Mayland, and I'm so excited to be here with you this holiday week. We know that this is a busy week for many of our listeners. You may be wrapping last-minute presents, baking cookies, or preparing for entertaining family and friends. Many of us in the office are taking vacation this week to celebrate the holidays, too. This week's podcast is a quick one, but hopefully something you can enjoy while sipping a mug of hot chocolate or driving to a holiday party. Our staff is sharing some festive traditions. My holiday tradition isn't anything extra special or meaningful, but it's one I truly enjoy. Each Christmas, I sit down to watch my favorite Christmas movie, which is White Christmas. I love being transported to a quaint Vermont lodge to watch Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, and Vera Ellen sing some of my favorite Christmas songs. It's such a heartwarming movie and never really feels like Christmas if I can't watch it. I choose a peaceful night, light candles, and sip a glass of wine while the Christmas tree lights glow softly in the background. I turn the movie on, and here's where it gets quilty. Work on binding a quilt. I always save one quilt to be bound around Christmas. It's usually my last quilt finish of the year and is so relaxing to hand sew the binding on a quilt while enjoying my favorite movie. I snuggle under the quilt, work with my hands, and relax into a simpler time. Hi, I'm Allison Gam, the designer of Quilts and More. I spend every Christmas at my parents' house, which is the house I grew up in. I get so excited for all of the decorations to come out, especially the stockings that hang from the fireplace. I always knew that some of the stockings were handmade by my great-grandmother, but I didn't know much more than that. This podcast segment was actually a great prompt to ask my mom more about them. My great-grandmother made stockings for each of her 11 grandchildren. They're all made from felt and adorned with sequins and beads. Some of the more intricate shapes, like reindeer and Santa, were likely created by tracing cookie cutter shapes and then appliquing them to the stockings. Each of the 11 stockings have different designs for each person, but they're all quite similar. On each stocking, she stitched the number 60, which is the year she completed them. Each stocking also has the name of the recipient on the front. One of the fun things about my mom's stocking is that the name stitched on the front is not her actual name. Instead of Martha, my mom's name, her stocking says Marty because my great grandma always wanted her to go by that name instead, but no one ever actually called her Marty. It's just kind of one of those funny quirks that I love seeing every Christmas because if you didn't know that story, you'd see our family stockings and wonder if we got a new family member. This is Jody Sanders, editor of American Patchwork and Quilting, and I want to share with you today one of my holiday tradition traditions. A lot of us make homemade items for the holiday, and when my husband and I were first married, um, we didn't have a lot of money, and one of the things I wanted to do was figure out a way to earn an extra cash. I liked making objects and made some things for a craft fair, and we got the list, went to some different craft fairs, but I really didn't like be the person out front selling. So I made some Santas and I made some angels and I wouldn't do this now but back then I had some old quilts that I also cut up and made into Santas. And so we sold a lot of those, we gave a lot away as presents but I hated being the person up front during the selling so my husband always did that for me. So for several years um, or a few years we did that and that was some great extra income that then we had 
And then when I had children, then we really, you know, the things were in the basement and we really didn't use them anymore. And in the last four or five years, I found a box of Santas that weren't sold and a couple of the angels. And I gave them away as friends. I had marked them back in 1988 when I made them. And so they had my signature and 1988 on them. And I gave them to friends and family that didn't already have them and told them that I wanted to have a piece of when I first started quilting and making things. And I love getting them out now and seeing and remembering that time when we were first married and did those craft shows together. I'm Doris Burnett, editor of Quilt Sampler magazine. And um, I grew up as one of five kids. My mom was a crafter, a painter, a seamstress. She made all of the clothing that we wore, um, or most of the clothing that we wore, I should say. Handmade Christmas stockings. We had handmade felt advent calendar she made, a handmade tree skirt and lots of handmade ornaments. But the memory that sticks, the tradition that sticks with me the most and that I continue to this day is making and decorating, cut out sugar cookies. Mom would mix up the dough while we were all in school and then on a Saturday morning we would start rolling, cutting, baking, and icing the cookies. Um, And we made a lot because we shared them. We took them to two family Christmases. We shared them with friends and neighbors. Um, And I can remember her telling us about her mom and her great aunt making these cookies and how they would decorate them. So I love that it's been a tradition that um, we've had for multiple generations, and I'm always happy to carry it on. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Stumbo, art director for American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine. And growing up, my family never got very excited about Black Friday shopping. Instead of, you know, going out into the crowds, we would stay home and spend the Friday after Thanksgiving putting up Christmas decorations. Oftentimes, we would have cozy holiday movies playing in the background. And I've continued this tradition in my own house. And many of my decorations are handmade. Things like my tree skirt, decor pillows, and a table runner for my coffee table. The only thing I'm missing, though, is a Christmas quilt. Um, I did just purchase a new pattern and some holiday fabrics this year to make my very first Christmas quilt, and I hope to enjoy using this next year and hope to start that new tradition. Um, But I just love the idea of swapping out my everyday decor with handmade ones for the holidays. My name is Joanna, and I'm the editor of Quilts and More magazine. Some families have a holiday tradition of reading the night before Christmas every year, but in my house... One of our favorite stories is that of a bear who wanders around his house each day of December looking for Christmas. The story is told as part of a handmade advent calendar my aunt made for me and my brother when we were kids. The calendar is originally a fabric panel of a house entitled A Berry Merry Christmas. You gotta love those puns. Uh, It was made in the 1980s, and part of the panel included a little stuffed bear who was attached to different spots on the panel by pieces of Velcro. The text on the bottom explains all the places in the house the bear goes looking for Christmas. Uh, For today, I believe he is looking in the dining room bookcase. Each day, the bear gets moved to a new spot in his house until he finally finds Christmas in the living room, which has a decorated Christmas tree and his whole family dressed up ready to celebrate. My aunt wasn't much of a quilter. She hemmed the panel with fusible tape. The selvages are visible. The Velcro rectangles are all white and stick out like sore thumbs. And there's no backing to be had. It's even a little hard to hang it sometimes because the fabric is so flimsy so it falls down every time you put the bear on. But I love it all the more because it's imperfect and because I know she went out of her comfort zone to try and make something for us. As a kid, I didn't quite understand that the bear was looking for Christmas. I used to think he was looking for his family, which always seems so sad. This poor little bear wandering through his house trying to find his mom and dad. 
Uh, I couldn't figure out why he didn't just go straight to the living room because that seemed like the logical place to find your family. And that's where they were all waiting. You could see them. But meanwhile, he would go check the chimney because for some reason his family would be in the chimney. So I would try to help him make his way to the living room early so that he could be with his family and I could have Christmas early because that's how the calendars worked, right? Even now that I'm an adult, the calendar reminds me that love and family are what make Christmas so special. The love of the Bears family in the story and the love of my aunt in real life. It's one of only two decorations that I put up without fail every single Christmas, and it probably always will be. So whatever your holiday traditions, I hope you find lots of love, friends, and family waiting for you in your living room this holiday season. We wish everyone a merry holiday season. We hope you share some of your own holiday traditions with family and friends. It's so meaningful to pass down traditions and showcase your handmade decor and gifts. We'll be back with you next week.